Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have lots of time to watch lengthy professional development webinars. So we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And with me today from Mishawaka, Indiana, is Bart Roberts, who's a middle school band teacher. So I'm learning a lot. My new role is a band, middle school band teacher, and I'm going to learn a lot more from him that I can steal and use next year. So really grateful for you being here today, Bart, and would love to ask you to introduce yourselves to our listeners today. Hi, Leslie. I'm honored to be here. Um, my name is Bart Roberts, like you stated. I'm originally from Elkhart, Indiana, uh, musical instrument capital of the world, uh, was born in Indianapolis. I had two parents that moved to Elkhart. My dad was an orthodontist. And I was introduced to musical instruments at a pretty young age of fourth grade, riding my bicycle to the consumer to the Bach plant with my father. And my dad goes, hey, they build band instruments there. And I never really paid any attention after that. And then I was introduced to band at a young age of fifth grade and really kind of became, that was my thing um, all along. And I think when I was a freshman in high school, I knew I wanted to be a band director. And I'm now finishing, this is the end of my 25th year of teaching fifth grade. The youngest kids I have taught is fifth grade all the way up to college kids at one point. Wow. So I'm excited to be with you today. Great. Well, give us a little teaser so folks know why they should stay tuned. What are you going to talk to us about today, Bart? I'd like to share with everybody the one thing that I changed in my life to help my mental health and what has helped me stay, uh, become a a better person and a better father and a better, better teacher. Awesome. So he's, yeah, little takeaway for all you. So, so um, tell us first, before you tell us what you did or uh, what this solution was for you, what happened in your life that would have made you even need to create this habit or whatever you're going to teach us? My, at my last position, I went through, I was dealing with students that dealt with a lot of trauma and a lot of different, um, home life concerns. And I started to bring that, that started to come out of me. I started to show a lot of anger, a lot of just not, not behavior that's normal for myself. And I started to get sick a lot. Um, and I started to dread going to work, not wanting to go to work. And one night, my father, who was a, who was an orthodontist said to me, you should consider going to see a doctor. And I went in and saw a doctor and was diagnosed with high blood pressure and was diagnosed with anxiety and some, a mild form of depression at the time. Um, and as I did that, the, the blood pressure part angered me. Um, it really made me go, I don't want to die from high blood pressure. I have a grandfather that passed away from a heart attack and I want to be around. And right about that time I met my wife and then not, but three years later, along came our first child. And I wanted to be that dad. And as I, as through that process, I worked as, as I met my wife and I started to work to, to, to be healthier. And it, it really changed my mind over about a three, four year period of trying to be a better person, um, is really, really the event that happened, I guess. Sorry to be long-winded with that one, but. No. So can you share with us now some, what you did and how, you know, some more details about what it was so that folks can, you know, concrete examples. So, uh, well, what really started to happen is I needed to find a way to, to change my mindset, um, between my dad and then my wife mentioning these things to me as we, as we 
in our first couple years of marriage, I was bringing home a lot of stress and was upset. Um, the person that she saw outside of music was not what was coming home. You know, I was coming home really defeated, wanting to consider even quitting um, doing this. And I had to, I had, I kind of made, I had to make a decision. And I, at a younger age, I was very involved in athletics. Um, I was never the, the star on any of the teams, but I like to be a part of it. Um, I like to, I like to just do the activity. So I decided I was going to run, I was going to start running and I started really slow and built up. Um, the Indianapolis 500 is really, was an important thing for my dad. And there's a, there's a half marathon that runs from the downtown Indianapolis to the raceway around the track and back to downtown. And I thought, I'm going to do that. I want to do something. And I'm kind of, if I do something, I jump in way too far sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, I want to do this. So I did it the first time um, and just felt great. After the training leading up to it probably could have gone better. I didn't do as much as I probably should have. Um, but I, I, I was like, I'm doing more of this. And it just kind of spiraled to where I've now done like five or six half marathons. I've lost track of how many 5Ks I've done. And then it's drifted into... I used to ride my bike a lot with my father. And when I say ride my bike, I'm talking like 50, 75, hundred mile rides together when I was younger. And I thought, well, I want to start riding my bike again. I had purchased a nice bike when I was a young teacher and had stopped riding it. And I started riding it again. And one of my friends goes, one of my buddies was, is into triathlons. And he's like, you need to try this. So I was like, okay, well, I hadn't swam in a lap since I was probably six. I thought, well, I'll try it. So I joined the gym and started to swim. Okay, I think I can do this. I felt proud of myself for doing 50 yards. I thought, okay, if I can swim 50 yards, that's a start. And I just just was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So I signed up for my first sprint triathlon, which was a 350-yard swim, and then like a seven-mile bike ride and a one-and-a-half-mile run. And I, I was like, I'm going for this. And that was three years ago. And now I'm looking at doing five races this summer of distances, nothing crazy, but 5k runs, 13 or 14 mile bike ride and like a 700 yard swim. And I think I'm going to do six races between now and September 1st. So it's become kind of a, I guess it's almost, I don't want to use the word addiction, but it's the feeling I get from those events has helped me like, and, and I start and the exercise part has helped me be a better dad, be a better husband. It's helped me in the classroom as a teacher and it's helped me be a whole lot more lighthearted and more fun to be around. You know, it's interesting. We're hearing some similar themes come up from a lot of seasoned band directors mm -hmm. who've, who've uh, spent a lot of time not doing the things we're talking about, like not taking, you know, getting obsessed at school, right. not taking care of ourselves. Um, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. I said it before uh, we were talking here, but how we, um, what did I say? I just had an important thing to say and I totally blanked out. I'll come back to that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> that distracted. Um, so, so you were saying it um, makes you a better husband and a better dad. Um, do you worry that, Oh, all this time I'm spending on this now I'm, I'm, I'm not teaching enough. I'm not doing enough. Or how did you co get past that band director ego? Um, well, I work out a lot at five o'clock in the morning. So my sleep I typically get six or seven hours of sleep. I have not been training like I have been in the past, the last month and a half or so because of an, an injured Achilles tendon that I'm trying to recover from. Um, 
but usually it's early in the morning or like my kids, you tend to go to bed about eight o'clock at night and I'll be like, Hey honey, I'm going to go run for half an hour and I'll go for a run for 30 minutes. Um, I squeeze it in. Sometimes it's right after school. I'll go and I'll, and, and I even notice right when I go, if I go the minute I walk out of school and I run for a half an hour and then go pick up my, my, my two daughters, I'm even happier then because that endorphin yes. from that exercise makes me, I'm more engaged in what they're doing. And I, and I feel like the more I do that, the better I get. And I, and I'm, and I'm not professing that I'm a master at this. I still struggle with it. Um, and I, and I think it's just, it's a, it's a continuous daily thing. I'm like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this because this is really helping me. Well, one of the things you said is you do it right after school before you get your kids. And if you did it in the opposite order, it'd be so much harder to do it because then you've got the kids and you've gone home first and you've yep. gotten out of that mm-hmm. zone. You know, I had yep. a, a client that I was working with one time and, and he said, I just, I, he, two kids too. He said, I just, I can't go to the gym anymore. And so we were talking and I said, is it going to the gym that you need or is it the exercise? And he said, well, well, I need to exercise. So we talked about going to the gym when you've got two small kids looks different. And it might just mean you have to find a way to exercise at home or like you're saying, doing the running when you can and the like. And so we have to, throughout the different phases of our lives, be adaptable. So that you Mm. have made a priority, your physical health, because, and you've talked about the word feeling because of the feelings that come from that. You feel better. You feel happier. Who doesn't want that? Right. Well, it's hard. It's hard though. When you're on the couch after a long day, you're like, Oh gosh, Mm -hmm. the last thing you want to do. So some of the key things I think you're talking about here is, you know, getting up early and doing it before you check the email or anything, or doing it before you pick up the kids or, or fitting it in when you can, and just being flexible with what you do and not super rigid. You know, with it has to be at 2.30 and then, yeah. So, um, but at the same time, you don't want to be so flexible that you don't honor that commitment to yourself. And we don't break, we don't break appointments with other people. We make all kinds of commitments and put them in our calendars and we are worth scheduling in too, right? Even if it's, I, 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 maybe this is taboo to mention this, but I'm the assistant high school director at my school. I did a triathlon last year when commencement happened at our high school. When my co- colleague said, I got commencement, don't worry about it. So I, maybe that's taboo. Yeah. So I put that, I put myself because he, I was like, do you really need me for this performance or do you? And he was like, nope, we're good. We're good. So I, I, I wanted to take, I wanted to take care of myself at the same time. So sometimes, I mean, I don't put aside my own kids performances for those things, but sometimes other things come and take priority. So, yeah. and, 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 and as a band director, I think it's hard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you have to know and discern. And the longer you've been doing it, the the easier it becomes to do that, too. I know as a beginning teacher, you just want to do all of it and everything. And the enthusiasm yep. is what gets us in trouble. Yep. Right. Oh, it's so yes. fun. Let's yes. sign up for that. Yeah. Welcome, Band Director Bootcamp listeners. If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual boot camp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tune systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. 
So as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. Well, what do you think would have happened, Bart, if you didn't have that trip to the doctor because your dad didn't say go to the doctor or you hadn't checked it out? What do you think you'd be what your life and band directing and all that would be like right now? I, I wouldn't probably be sitting here right now. Um, my grandfather died of a heart attack at a young age. I mean, as I consider it, he was in his mid 70s, my mom's dad. Um, so there's the high, there's the high blood pressure history in the family um, of dealing with that. And I think I don't, I honestly, I don't think I'd be here right now. I probably would have eventually it would have caught up with me or I would be, I would weigh four or 500 pounds and wouldn't physically be able to do what I do every day. Um, as I, as I look back at it now and yes, I'm taking that one little small little pill still, which I hate massively. And I want doing everything I can with the blood pressure medicine to get rid of it. Um, and the doctor every time, Hey, we're getting closer. I think we might get there to where this can go away. And I'm like, I'm motivated by that. Um, because I, I don't want to deal with it. Um, but, it, but I, I could have easily been, I could easily not been sitting here with you talking right now. Um, if I wouldn't have addressed that issue, I think. Yeah. And if we aren't aware of, I'm being obsessed or overtaken by my school thoughts yep. and all of those things, yep. then it will happen before we don't. And, and that's hence the title of book one here. I love my job, but it's killing me. Cause I almost, yeah, I know. It's real out there. The stress is real. When you're stressed, it shows up in high blood pressure, all kinds of ailments. Yep. And it's very real. All the surgeries, all dozen surgeries I had were very real. But since I've changed my lifestyle and I've gone off 14 prescriptions, I don't hurt anymore. So I don't need them. I don't need the pain pills. I don't need the ADHD right. meds. I, yeah, but it's a lot of work. And the, but mm -hmm. it's also a lot of work to be sick and tired and miserable and all of those things. So you got to pick your heart. Yep. Right. And yep. it's hard to run triathlons. It's probably hard to get off the couch and go running, but you do it. You do yep. it. So, yep. hey, um, I want to wrap up with one question here because you've been teaching for a quarter of a century now. So um, sorry about that. That was pretty mean of me. Um, anyway, you should be proud of that. That's pretty cool, actually. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to ask you to take that wisdom and your golden baton. Can you pass on some wisdom to um, or just a little um, little wisdom or or uh, information that you'd like to share with our newer band directors so they can. So, so I walked out of Ball State University in 1998 and made a connection in probably actually would be a week from now in 1998, mid June, with a gentleman that became a, has become a lifelong friend. Um, and I would consider him my, my band directing mentor, but I also kind of call him father number two. Um, it actually makes me emotional thinking about it. Um, he was always, he's been that sounding board when I needed somebody that has been in the trenches and has gone through um, all of the same kind of battles and wars and issues and concerns, whatever word you want to use for it that I've gone through. And he's always there to ask and he's never afraid to help. And he makes fun of me for it. He also has it. We also have, we have a good time about it. We've had some, we've had some good laughs and we've had some great times together. Um, he, but he and his wife, I mean, if I would have made that connection walking out of school, I, I probably would have quit. 
I probably would have done my first year of teaching and said, I'm done. I would have gone back to school and figured out how to follow my dad's footsteps as an orthodontist in Elkhart, Indiana. Um, so I would have probably never finished. And he, and he pushed me to take on a challenge to move to Texas. I taught in Texas for four years and it gave me, just pushed me. It was, he's created so many opportunities. So I would tell anybody coming out of school, find somebody that's not just a band director to help you, but somebody that you can consider a friend, a confidant, somebody that you can call at 10 o'clock at night and say, you know, my significant other or my partner is, is doesn't like me or doesn't want to be with me. And you can have that conversation with them also, not just about how to tune an F sharp on a saxophone. I mean, so you can have all those conversations with them. Yeah. And that frees you up for other conversations with family members and that stuff, yep. doesn't it? Keeps mm-hmm. it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That's yep. really great information. Lots of good information coming from you today. So I want to say thank you to Bart Roberts for joining thank us you. today on this edition of Band Director Bootcamp. And I want to say thank you to all you listeners who are making the difference in kids' lives through the magic of music, music education every single day. The work you do matters, and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of productivity and wellness tips to make your life a little easier. 